Sports Central with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. A monumental day in world football. Devastating if you're a Barcelona fan. Six-time Ballon d'Or winner Lionel Messi has completed his move to Paris Saint-Germain after signing a two-year contract. Messi says he is excited to begin a new chapter of his career at PSG and that everything about the club matches his football ambitions. Messi will wear the number 30 shirt. Now joining me on the show to break down the move is the sports broadcaster Shazad Haq and content producer Zia Ul-Raushan. Gentlemen, plenty to get through. After more than 20 years, 778 games, 672 goals, 35 trophies including 10 La Liga titles, for Champions League titles and numerous personal records and honours, the Messiah has left the building. Shazad, where did it all go wrong for Messi at Barcelona? Hi, Adrian. Uh, look, the, the problem stems back with uh, the management of the club. Um, remember, Barcelona, uh, like Real Madrid, uh, they're not, they don't have the same uh, management structure, like, say, what many clubs, uh, many fans are used to in, for example, the Premier League. Um, because these are, these these clubs are owned by the fans, called uh, socio, right? So it's a very different kind of structure, uh, and they have presidents who are elected. Unfortunately for Barcelona, after unprecedented success under uh, Juan Laporta, then they had Sandro Rossell. Uh, the problems started to occur uh, in terms of how they manage the finances of the club, uh, and after Rossell came. Uh, Josep Bartomeu, and he got, uh, unfortunately for the club, um, they went to steady decline, uh, at least with the financial side of things. They've overpaid uh, for transfers, for um, fees, salaries. Um, we're, we're kind of getting a picture now. Uh, Laporta's very keen, of course, to... He's come back into the club. He took over uh, from the Bartomeu regime, and he's been very keen to... Uh, ensure that everyone knows that it's not his fault. It really stemmed from the previous regime and how they, you know, paid ridiculous salaries to players. Um, you only have to look at how much they were paying uh, Lionel Messi as well. But uh, it's, it goes beyond him. It goes, it goes also to the fact that they're paying a lot of money for players and not really getting returns on them. You can look at players like uh, Coutinho, uh, Dembele. They, they haven't, unfortunately really shone as much as their reputations, you know, that precede them. So it is really down to financial mismanagement and the fact that La Liga had to put very strict rules on their spending. Um, you know, there's also financial fair play that comes into it, but also within La Liga, there is a lot of money owed and La Liga need to control how Barcelona now go forward in order for Barcelona to not sink further. Basically, Barcelona and Real Madrid have kind of, what with a free hand in Spanish football for a very, very long time. Real Madrid have infamously been able to borrow from the state national bank in the past uh, at very little to no interest uh, to or, in order to finance signings. And Barcelona, you know, I think people always used to have, and I, I certainly am one of them, but I am a fan of Barcelona in many ways. And um, they, they kind of went under the radar in that sense because it was always Real Madrid who had this long, long track record of, of borrowing. But Barcelona in recent years have been so badly mismanaged. They've cultivated this image in the club as their, as their motto, more than a club. And, and for many, in many ways it was. But we're now getting a full understanding that really 
they have worked with financial impunity for quite some time and it's come back to hit them in a very, very painful way. Raushan, I want to get your thoughts on this as well. Shazad mentioned the financial predicament that Barcelona are in right now. Some of the players that have come in, the likes of Sergio Aguero, Memphis Depay, Eric Garcia, and the other ones that remain there, Antoine Griezmann, Philip Coutinho, all of them. How are they going to fit in in this new era for Barcelona Football Club? Thanks for having me, Adrian. Look, it's just a very messy state of affairs, pun intended. I think Barcelona have been mismanaged for the longest time. And I think eventually this has to happen because the club is just in disarray. You mentioned Aguero Depay and Eric Garcia, who have signed, have signed for the club. Well, I say signed, but they haven't been officially registered purely because of the financial constraints on the club. And just to add on to what Shazad said earlier, in terms of players who've come for big money and not performed, Barcelona did try to offset their wage bill even last year. They let Rakitic go for small money, a paltry sum, and then he left to Sevilla, I believe. And then Vidal left as well. And of course, Luis Suarez, who left and then went on to win the league with Atletico Madrid. So this has been a long time coming. And just from a footballing perspective, of course, it's, it's, it's sad to see Lionel Messi draw the curtain on, on his career with Barcelona. But I think there's actually positives to take from this because at some point they needed to stop the rot, basically. And this will give Barcelona and Spanish football a chance to actually reboot. Because I think while Messi was at the club, they were papering over the cracks a lot and that maybe got them through certain seasons. But right now, I think it's a, it's a pivotal moment for Barcelona and the history of the club, basically, because going forward, everything's going to change and it's not an easy task at all to, to achieve what they want to do. There's so much uncertainty. You mentioned the players who've come in and yet to sign. I think the La Liga season is not too far away. So there's, there's plenty of uncertainty surrounding how the situation is going to pan out. But I think PSG are huge winners in all of this because if there was one or two clubs who could afford Messi, it was either PSG or Manchester City. Maybe if you ask Pep Guardiola, he wouldn't have broke the bank for Grealish if he knew how this was panning out. But PSG, Messi makes sense. Purely because I think Messi at 34, maybe it's time for him to go out and challenge himself in the sense of trying to compete in another league. And I think the Liga will suit Messi because of the fanfare he will bring and also because of what is already a very formidable PSG team. I think Messi will bring that stardust and as well to the league as well as to the club. Of course, the club will harbour ambitions of winning the Champions League and the pressure will be on for Pochettino to deliver. What I, I cannot understand is how Pochettino has gone from not being able to sign anyone at Tottenham, I think, Cesar, you might agree on this, to being, having an embarrassment of riches at PSG. So it's, it's going to be interesting how Pochettino is going to fit the jigsaw together almost and how PSG go on and attempt to conquer the world. Yeah, it'll be quite interesting to see exactly what happens and we'll get more thoughts on what you gentlemen think of the PSG uh, team composition. But I want to get both your thoughts on this uh, you know, idea that you know, certain individuals out there have said that Messi should have actually played for free uh, for Barcelona because the club have given him so much. Shazad Haq, the sports broadcaster, and Zia Raushan, content producer, are both on the line. Shazad, this whole concept of Messi playing for free at Barcelona, what do you think of this idea? Uh, I think it's... Uh... It's showing a real lack of understanding of, of, of how football works, and, and frankly, it's it's 
it's kind of a, a ludicrous assertion from fans that, you know, if he loves the club so much, then he should just play for free. Listen, this guy uh, already reduced his fees by 50% um, from, from his previous contract to try and accommodate the club. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a, a massive amount of money anyway, and um, I think it was 20, 20 million a year that he was going to earn. But look, he's, it's emerged from the La Liga rules, from what I understand, that even if he had played for free, it would not have made a difference to their finances. That is how bad their situation is at the moment. They just simply couldn't keep him, and that's why they took a very painful decision. Joan Laporta said, we can't keep him. There's nothing more we can do. We have to let him go. The, the, uh, you know, obviously, they had to know that they, would, they, that they had to take every single step possible to try and keep him because not only is he an asset on the pitch, quite frankly, he's an asset off it as well. He's a massive asset off it. And that's also gone into the considerations for PSG when they've signed him. Look, he's taken another pick-up, by the way, to go to PSG, okay, not much of a pay cut compared to the new contract he was going to get at Barcelona. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's a, he's a professional. Which professional in the world is going to do a job for free? You have to give some value to it. And as I said, now that we know that the rules, it would have made no difference with the, with the rules that La Liga imposed, um, it, you, you could see why Barcelona had to do what they had to do and, and why Lionel Messi moved to PSG. And for me, I'm not entirely surprised Shazar is advocating not working for free. But <laughs> seriously, I think it's absolutely ludicrous that fans would even suggest that. To be fair, I don't think I, I, I don't think an actual fan would actually suggest that because yes, you love the club, but it's good it's important to remember that these guys are still doing their job as me and you are. So to expect him to do it for free is 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 beyond anything I can comprehend. And the messy brand will bring so much to PSG, and I can understand why he's gone to PSG. Just for numbers, Messi has got 246 million followers on Instagram, and PSG have 42.4. And that's, that shows you the size of the man going to the club, and that's what he brings. I think it's all on Barcelona, how they mismanaged this. If they knew this was going to be the case, Messi should get, have gotten a farewell at the end of the last game, at the end of the last season. He didn't get that. In fact, it was... It turned out to be a rather, I guess, staged for me. The whole press conference just was slightly staged. The emotions may have been real, but I felt Barcelona are all to blame. And to expect Lionel Messi to then take the blame for it by saying he's expecting too much or he should have done more for the club is, is, is ludicrous. Yeah, it is absolutely ludicrous. And now this PSG team looks something straight out of FIFA, the game. It's, uh, you know, they've brought in Messi on a free, uh, Donnarumma on a free. They brought in Hakimi. They paid uh, good money for him. Sergio Ramos, the former Real Madrid captain, is also in the side. And Wijnaldum as well on a free. Shazad, this composition PSG have is just, you know, remarkable to say the least. But did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you'd see Lionel Messi and Sergio Ramos as teammates? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question because um, they are kind of the antithesis of each other, aren't they? Um, uh, you know, it, it's all about flair and flamboyance and, and, and skill from uh, from Messi. Uh, it's brute force and strength from Sergio Ramos. They are uh, such different personalities. But listen, this is modern football now, right? Uh, PSG of uh, 2021 are like uh, Real Madrid of the uh, mid 2000s. You know, it's it's a it's a kind of a 
reuniting of, or bringing back the uh, the Galacticos type of scenario here. Uh, it, it's it's an amazing team that they're putting together, and it really, uh, you know, I, I know Rashan is saying, you know, it, it's a good fit and all, but look from from purely a, a football fan's point of view, yes, while it's nice to have all these great players together, and they have brought uh, a, a spine of the team in with Donnarumma, uh, Ramos, uh, Wijnaldum midfield, and now Messi in attack, and then of course you just mentioned uh, Hakimi there as well. I mean, it's it's, it's virtually half a team. Um, I, you know, I, I wish. In many ways, and Lille was uh, an exception, an anomaly for last season. But domestically, they are now just going to continue their domination, uh, put, putting aside last season, of course. It is that final step, the holy grail for them, which is the Champions League. And he is probably the missing piece in that puzzle now. But that attack is absolutely incredible. You know, uh, M&M now. Look, people are going to start saying that, right? Messi, um, Neymar and Mbappe. And they are certainly going to be melting in your mouth. Yeah, ridiculous lineup there. Raushan, I just want to put this to you as well. PSG, of course, this might be the final piece in their puzzle to win that elusive Champions League title. Is there anyone that can stop them this season? On paper, it doesn't look like there's anyone to stop them, but football doesn't work that way, right? I mean, obviously, PSG are going to go in as the club. To your point, they look like a FIFA 21, I guess, 22 team, stacked front midfield and the back and it's it's beyond comprehension i i certainly will be using psg in fifa when i do get on it but to answer your question i think there'll be a lot of pressure because i think psg are going to win the league at a cancer that goes without saying yes lil were an anomaly but i fully expect them to go out and win the liga but it's the champions league that they crave it's the champions league that they want and they're building towards i think under pochettino there's a guy who knows football what he's going to do with all the gifts given to him, I guess, will be interesting to see. But with these sort of signings, these sort of players, Messi aside, just the rest of the cast, comes pressure. And I don't think Pochettino will be given a lot of time to try and build a project. They would want immediate success. Messi is on a two-year contract, I believe. So it will be interesting to see what PSG can achieve. But on paper, they look, they have to go in as clear favourites, at least in terms of, if I were a betting man, they'd be clear favourites. But I think there'll be other clubs and it won't be as straightforward as anybody's thinking. Gentlemen, just before I let you go, do you feel that more people will be watching the French League this season? Of course, because of Messi, Shazad, will you be watching a little bit more of uh, Liga? Honestly, not really. I'll be very, very honest. You know, uh, I will look upon it with interest, more interest than I normally show. I, I'm not a big fan of one-horse leagues, uh, to be very honest with you. And uh, But, I, look, of course, of course, you know, you just want to see how we get so on. You want to see some of the the creativity and flair from from the, that that front three Eminem, you know, I will be interested to see how that goes. But you know, it's in the Champions League really that uh, I'll be paying more close attention to uh, when PSG games. And I can bet you guys just how the vagaries of the world work that PSG and Barcelona are going to meet while Messi is there in the next couple of years. You just see it in the stars, and I can't wait for that one. I can't disagree. I, I really see that happening. At some point, Messi will return to Barcelona and might even score the winner against Barcelona. I mean, <laughs> funnier things have happened in football. But I'm with Shazad on this. I don't think... PSG have four, five important games a year, unfortunately. That's all they have and that's all in Europe. In the league, nothing excites us. There's no El Clasico to look forward to. or the Like the Premier League, every, every game is a big game, right? I don't think PSG have that. And that's why my interest is not going to be heightened by Messi's arrival. Sure, I'll keep up to date with the scores or possibly the stats, but I'm not going to set up an alarm just to watch PSG in action just because Messi is there, because I just don't think the competition is there. And that 
is the wider point that because they don't have high-level competition week in, week out, possibly that's going to stop them in conquering the continent as well. Just to add on to Roushan very quickly, which is very surprising that PSG were actually one of the few clubs, and that's respect, a lot of respect to them, they were one of the few that actually were against the European Super League when actually it would have been in their favour to have gone for it. So in that sense, I give them a lot of respect. I don't have a lot of respect for Barcelona and Real Madrid who are clearly gunning for the European yeah. Super League. Now, six months on, we know clearly why. Because of such a shambles that is the, the, the Spanish League. Gentlemen, we can certainly have this conversation all day, but we'll have to wrap it up there. As I mentioned earlier, monumental day in world football. Lionel Messi, welcome to Paris. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me on the show. And I look forward to talking more football with you soon. Thank you, David. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.